Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for March 11th, 2019. It's a Monday morning. Let's set the tone for the whole week. I'm teaching a series entitled Press Through It. For about a week now, we've been looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 through 11. I want to go back to that passage again this morning. The title of today's message is Presence and Persecution. When you are being persecuted as a born-again believer, as a child of the Most High God, We can find strength and peace and encouragement in the fact that God is always with us. We have presence, the presence of God, even when we are being persecuted. Let's see what the Bible says. So the apostle Paul who went through, he suffered lots of persecution. This is what he wrote. He said, we have this treasure that is from God, but we are only like the clay jars that hold the treasure. Now, this is to show that the amazing power that we have It's not really from us, it's from God. Now we have troubles all around us, but we are not defeated. We often don't know what to do, but we do not give up. We are persecuted, but God does not leave us. We are hurt sometimes, but we are not destroyed. So we constantly experience the death of Jesus in our own bodies, but this is so that the life of Jesus can be seen in our own bodies. We are alive, but for Jesus, we are always in danger of death so that the life of Jesus can be seen in our bodies that die. Man, there's so much in that passage. Today, I want to focus in on the line. This is the one sentence. We are persecuted, but God does not leave us. As believers, born again believers, you love God. God loves you. We are persecuted, but God does not leave us. We will experience persecution in this world, but we will never do so without the presence of God in our lives. So what does this mean to you today? This Monday morning, as you're getting ready for this week, you have a lot on your calendar, you're getting ready for you like all the meetings, all the conversations, all the phone calls, all the activity that you have to engage in on this week, all the business that you need to transact, all the people that you have to talk to. Listen, as a believer, here's a reminder, you will fu- you will face and suffer persecution and adverse situations, but as a believer, you are never going to face those things alone. God is always with you. His hand is on you. His spirit is inside of you, and he is committed to you, to the plans that he made for you from the foundations of the world. So I have five things to share with you on this morning and for this week. I want you to open up your heart now to receive these things. You ready? Here we go. Number one, the psalmist told us this morning, as I was meditating on this, I went immediately to Psalms 46 and 1. So the psalmist in Psalms 46 and 1 tells us that our God is our refuge and our strength, is our refuge. Like when you're facing challenging times, you can run away into God, right? You can find refuge in God. You, he is your safe place. He is your hiding place. He is your refuge and your strength. So not only can you hide in him, but he empowers you and emboldens you, equips you, enables you, and then employs you in the kingdom. So you run to him. He's your refuge and your strength. And then the psalmist went on to say, he is, God is an ever present help in the time of trouble. When you are facing trouble, the reason why you can trouble your trouble and not be troubled by it is because God is an ever-present help in the time of trouble. In the middle of a troubling situation, God is there and he is an ever-present help. He is ever-present. He will never turn his back on you. There's never a moment of your life ever where God is not there. He is an ever-present help in the time of trouble. God did not promise us a life without trouble. But he did promise that we would never have to face the trouble alone. His presence 
is always there and his presence brings with it his peace, his power, and his protection. God is ever present. You should find peace in knowing that this morning. Number two, David, another psalmist, talked about in Psalms 23, very famous psalm, walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Now, David acknowledged that there will be times in our lives where we have to walk through valley experiences, where we will experience valleys. Everything is not going to be a mountaintop. Between the mountaintop experiences, we will have some valley experiences. But David said that even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, even though my life is not free of valley experiences, God is going to be with me as I walk through the valley. So he says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, thou art with me. And the fact that you are with me means that I can walk through the valley with my head held high. And watch this, even if, look at me for a moment, even if, let me encourage you this morning, whether the valley came as a result of Satan's attacks or your stupidity. So God is still there. So sometimes the attack is from Satan. Sometimes the the attack or the results of the, the situation is a bad harvest just sown on a bad seed. We made a poor decision. We were stupid. We made a bad decision. Whether the valley came out of your stupidity or Satan's attacks, it doesn't matter. God is still there. It's not like God is going to say, well, because you made a dumb decision, I'm going to walk away from you. We serve a God who would never leave you, who would never forsake you, who would never turn his back on you. God is still committed to walking through the valley with you. The reason why we can walk through the valley of the shadow of death is because God is with us and he is with us every step of the way. God is with you this morning. Number three, the apostle Paul told us that anyone who chooses to live godly, shall suffer persecution. This is 2 Timothy 3 and 12. When I looked up that verse this morning, I looked at it from several translations and then I quoted it from the King James. But then I said, you know what? Let me read this from the Passion Bible. The Passion Bible of that verse says this, for all who choose to live passionately and faithfully as worshipers of Jesus, the anointed one will also experience persecution. If you are a lover of Jesus, or as some people would say in this society today, a Jesus freak. If you love Jesus and you know Jesus loves you and you are willing to express to everybody that you love Jesus, that you passionately pursue Jesus and you choose to stand for what God stands for. You choose to believe what God believes. You choose to live committed to God's plans and his word and his ways in the earth then if you do that, the Bible says you are going to experience persecution, especially in today's society. But the good news is that you're not going to face it alone. See, we serve a God who is not only committed towards us, but he actually, once we're born again, lives inside of us. So God is in us. He is, if you're born again, he's in you and he is committed to being there inside of you and then with you and for you every step of the way, when you face persecution, when you face opposition, when people get mad at you for what you believe, or people rise up against you, you, God will give you the words to say. God will tell you what to do, and God will even tell you how to say it. A soft answer can turn away their wrath. God will, will allow you to respond in love, to still stand for what you stand. 
for, but you're not going to repay evil with evil. You can respond to evil with good. You can stand and, and show that you're not moved by what they say and you're not moved by the opposition. God can give you peace on the inside even when you're being persecuted for what you believe in. You can have the peace and the presence of God. Number four, now going back to the society, we live in a society today, 2019, especially in the, in the United States, where everything goes, right? Everything is okay for some, you know, that's what they claim. And pe people claim to be tolerant of all beliefs, like everything is okay. But that only seems to be true if you're not a Christian. Like everything is okay as long as you're not a follower of Jesus. Like, like everything, you, they claim to be tolerant, but often the people who claim tolerance are, are the most intolerant towards us who believe. But at the end of the day, that's okay. You don't have to be moved. You know, just because in today's society, if you believe what God believes, if you stand on the word of God, if you actually believe in, in godliness and holiness and righteousness and virtue, and you believe that there is a hell and people are going to hell and we need to preach Jesus, and you believe that that sin is sin, and, and that we're supposed to live godly and holy, and, and we're supposed to live free from sin. And yes, there are things that are very clear that are sin, and we're not afraid to say what is sin, but then tell people about the love of God. If you, if you do that, then yeah, in this world, in this society, they'll call you a bigot. <laughs> they'll say that you're closed-minded, that you're antiquated, that you're old school, that you're not up with the times, that you need to be free to everything and everybody. And that's okay. We love everything and everybody. But li listen, sin is still sin. Hell is still hell. God is still God. And so, so in today's society, if you stand for what you stand for, for what you believe in, yes, you will be persecuted, but that's okay. Their poison cannot stop your purpose. God is on you and in you and with you and for you. God will never allow their, their attacks to succeed against you. So just keep being who God called you to be. Keep being light and salt. Don't respond to evil with evil. Respond to evil with good. Pray for them that, that, that persecute you. Do good for them that despitefully use you. They can't hurt you anyway. They don't even know what they're doing. Just intercede for them. Love them. Show them who Jesus is. Keep pressing. Keep walking towards your destiny. God is with you whithersoever thou goest. <laughs> That's the good news. God is with you every step of the way. Number five and finally, God is committed to you for the long haul. Even when the pressure uh, that you're facing is a result of your poor decisions, right? So it's not even something that, you know, you're not facing something for the cause of Christ. You're facing something because you did something wrong. Even then, God will never turn his back on you. If he did, then you could never recover. If God walked away from you, then you would be done. The good news that is that God would never walk away from you. He is actually more committed to you than you're committed to you. And so you open up your heart to God's goodness, God's love, God's commitment towards you. You become and you walk as the man, the woman that God called, destined, designed, and desires for you to be. In the middle of persecution, you have God's presence. That's the good news for you this morning. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you now to repeat after me in faith from a believing heart. Say this. Say, Father, I thank you for always being with me. You are committed to me and to the plans that you made for me before the world began. You will never change your mind towards me. You will never turn your back on me. When this world persecutes me for believing what you believe, you are always there with me. And even when I'm reaping, a bad harvest on a poor decision I made, you are still there. Your presence brings with it your power, 
your protection and your peace. I can walk through the valley of the shadow of death and press through the valley because you're with me, Father, every step of the way. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. There's a subscribe button there. You're going to get the messages. You're going to get my notes in your email inbox on a daily basis. I want to encourage you this morning that it's okay to believe what you believe. It's okay to stand for what God stands for. And it's okay even if people don't like it. <laughs> if people, if you, if you are persecuted for the cause of Christ, just know that Jesus was persecuted. And, and you're, you're not going to experience any less than what Jesus experienced. But Jesus prayed for them. We're supposed to pray for them. And don't be moved. Their poison cannot stop your purpose. God is with you every step of the way. Before you leave this screen, please share this message with someone that you know. Share this on your social media, on your timeline, with your friends. Launch into this day. Be who God called you to be. I love you and God loves you. God bless you.